This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, bright soul. Thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful winter Colorado day. I hope your holiday season is going well if you do celebrate this time of year. And if you're in the U.S., I'm not sure of the other traditions around this time of year in all the countries, because I know I have listeners from all over, and I'm so, so grateful for that. But I wanted to say, it doesn't even matter, holiday season or not, when we get busy in this world that's constantly trying to distract us, the notifications on the phone, the tendency to get on social media and scroll and get locked into it. Nowadays, you can even think about something and then all of a sudden you're seeing an advertisement for it. It's gotten really, really technology-based and distraction-based. This is the way our world is designed right now. And I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but this is something I've always found really interesting. Let's say that you block off a section of time to do something. I have one friend that right when I'm about to meditate, she always calls me. It's like she can tell that I'm dropping into an energy and she doesn't, she doesn't practice meditation. She's really not on the path. It's like she wants to zap that energy or get a piece of the energy. I love her. It's not conscious, but there's something about every time I go, I have to turn my phone on do not disturb because every time I try to not even try, I have blocked time. I'm going to do a meditation. I'm going to do something. She starts blowing up my phone with text messages or calling me. And it's like she unconsciously wants to feed off the energy in other instances, maybe you're supposed to do something and you want to block that time. Someone calls and wants to distract you or get that time. We have to learn how to set really good boundaries around our time. I'm really good at that, but I'm not perfect. Sometimes even I can get sucked into it. Or let's say that you've designed or allotted an hour to watch a television program and then it just keeps, like if it's Netflix or something, it'll just keep playing the next the next show or the next movie or whatever is in the queue for you. And then before you know it, you've been sitting there for three hours. My point is, it is an actual discipline to create meaningful pauses to drop in to your body into this present moment and sink into gratitude, mindfulness, and why we are really here to actually take in the moment you know, nowadays you go out to eat and everyone's buried in their phone. They're sitting across from someone. They're not even engaging. They're just buried in their phone. It's actually a discipline and a practice to be present now more than ever. It's always been a practice, but it's more of a discipline and a challenge nowadays because of all of the technology. And what I have noticed through these last several years since COVID is that the collective is looking for more opportunities to numb as opposed to being present. And I have this conversation so much. I had it even at Thanksgiving about the tendency to just want to drink. You know, our, our culture here in America is centered around drinking. There's no benefits of drinking. There's no positive benefits. I know certain doctors will go, oh, wine. Let's see where they're sponsored. Who's sponsoring and paying them? Is it the wine industry? Anymore, you have to really get just very critical minded. And aside from the mental awareness of just thinking for yourself, it's a spiritual discipline to say, okay, this alcohol, 
turns off certain sections of my brain. It invites lower energies that are attached to the alcohol. That's why it's called spirits into my aura. Probably doesn't make me feel as present. Probably doesn't make me feel as good. It's not going to help me. I mean, there's all these studies now about people who drink regularly, the long-term side effects, how it's really not helping you. It interferes with your sleep for so many days. It takes days to get out of your system, even if it's just a little bit. It's neither here nor there. The point is, even that is a distraction. It's not a meaningful pause. It's, a, it's an attempt to numb. And we all use different things to numb. It can be food. You know, sometimes I'll do that. That's been a pattern of mine, emotional eating or... And, and I notice my cravings too. I really pay attention to my cravings. Like, is this an emotional craving or is my body physically needing this? Again, it's mindful, meaningful pauses. We can do this with, tick, I mean, for me, it's TikTok. I love TikTok. I know that it's super addictive. I have to set limits on it because my TikTok feed is full of health and fitness recipes that I actually use. I'll save them. I'll actually go back and make the macro-friendly recipe. <laughs> it's about energy healing, spirituality. I have a bunch of... Christian clips like T.D. Jakes and all these ministers that are preaching the word and being, you know, inspirational. So my TikTok feed inspires me. It doesn't bring, I don't, mine isn't full of like dancing and nonsense and mine doesn't do that because it, that's the thing. The algorithm will teach, it'll cater to what you like because they want to get you distracted. It's, they still want to get you distracted (laughs) depending on the material that you focus on. If I have something to do and I'm on TikTok for an hour, then that was a distraction. That wasn't helpful because I'm not keeping my promises to myself. And so that's one of it. The other aspect is taking in this time, this moment that you and I are sharing right now, we're never going to get it back. Time marches on. So this podcast, as I'm recording it, I'm never going to get this time back. My time is my most valuable asset. Because I don't know how much of it I have. And once I spend it, I don't have it anymore. And during holiday seasons where people start to feel really stretched thin, or maybe they feel obligated to go through, to to show up to events they don't want to go to. Maybe they feel obligated to give gifts or they're stressing about gifts. Sometimes people around the holidays get really depressed. They start thinking about what they don't have or who used to be in their life that's not in their life anymore. And so they use their mental energy to focus on what was instead of what is. And I get it because I've lost a ton of family members and my life looks different this year than it has in other years. But I also have such an immense amount of inner peace and you can't put a price on that. You can buy all the things in the world. You can be surrounded by millions and millions of dollars, but if you don't have inner peace and you don't have your health, can you really enjoy it? There's valuable things here very valuable things that someone can't give me. I have to cultivate it. That's one of the things I, one of the reasons why I have so much respect for fitness and fit minded people, because I can't buy that. I have to actually go to the gym and, and I have to put in the work for years. It takes years to build muscle and to be disciplined with your diet. And I'm not perfect at it, but again, it's a practice because I wake up every day working toward that. And the same is true for your spiritual practice. You know, I can do energy healing with you. And gosh, I'm so grateful for my clients because I have clients that have been with me from the beginning and I've watched their life absolutely transform. It doesn't even look close to what it looked like when we first started working together because they're doing the work. So the proper way to use 
services like mine is you're doing the work because it's always 10% the healer, 90% the person you're doing the work. And then you have someone that comes in and boosts that work. So you, you already have the fire built and I'm coming in with lighter fluid and putting some extra oomph on the flame of what you're already doing. Instead of people that use energy healing, like I'm going to drink and drug and make a mess of my life. And then when it gets so bad that I can barely function, I'll book an energy healing session, hoping that you fix it. And then I go back to my old patterns. That doesn't work. And that would be the, that would be the, um, the case in any type of modality that you're using. This is a, it's a partnership. It's a co-creation. And so even in that, it's your spiritual practice. What are you doing outside of receiving the energy healing? Are you meditating? Are you tithing? Are you being generous? Are you sowing into the places that are sowing into you? Are you setting boundaries? Are you checking yourself? Do you have discipline? Are you waking up and setting goals and working toward those goals to work your mental body? It all goes together. You know, I, I don't know, a few weeks ago, I shared something about pushing toward things and pushing through things. And someone commented about, oh, you know, no, you have to go with the flow. And a friend of mine was telling me, one of our teachers was saying, fish that go with the flow get eaten. And it's true. You know, we always have to have balance. I'm not talking about extremism, but we're actually here to create. If you just lay around and that's common in the spiritual movement is there's an element of pushing forward and then listening to your intuition and relaxing and being patient. But when you're in the flow, meaning you're in alignment, that's what that really means. As a spiritual being, you still have to work all other areas. So you have faith. Faith is what we can't see, but it's an inner hope that drives us forward. And if you're, you're, you're working your physical body, you're taking care of your finances and you're taking care of your responsibilities and you're doing all of the things as a physical being, but you're also cultivating the spiritual side with your meditation, with your healing practices. That's how you're a full embodied person. And your spirit will check you and tell you when you need to push forward. Your higher self will come in and do those things for you. Because I've had those moments where I'm in meditation and my soul comes in and says, you need to do this, do it, stop procrastinating, get it done. So when you have that connection, you don't need anyone outside of you telling you because you're getting it first. Now, sometimes people outside of you will tell you it's confirmation, but it's not the first time. And that's one of the beauties about doing readings. Um, The way that I do my readings is usually people will say, I've been feeling that for a long time. That's the confirmation I needed. Thank you. Because I can see it in your energy body and I'm getting it through the reading. So we can all use the tools and the tips, but it's not a substitute for doing the hard work. And we're all here to create something wonderful. We all fit together like a puzzle piece. And part of staying on that track is pausing throughout the day. Even when I'm getting rushed, when I'm feeling rushed and chaotic, like especially when I'm going to the gym in the morning, my workout's taking longer than I thought it would. And I want a red light and all these things. And I have to start work when I am in the red light booth or before I get in or before I start work, I will sit, set a timer for maybe two to five minutes and drop in and focus on my breathing and say, I am here now. What is the most important thing that I need to learn here? What's the most important thing I need to focus on? What's the most important thing that needs my energy Let me take in this moment. And that is really all I wanted to offer today. I hope that was helpful. 
And I want to thank you for taking this moment to have a meaningful pause with me because we're going to go into a healing so you can uncross your arms and legs and focus on your breathing. I'll turn the energy on. Okay, and so it is. You can come back into your body. Oh, and I wanted to tell you all, thank you for sharing my podcast. I really appreciate it. I know at the end of the year, Spotify does a podcast review for creators. And my podcast has grown by over half this year, which I really, really appreciate. And also people have been sharing it, which I really wasn't aware of, but it sent me analytics of how many times it was shared. And I think that is so sweet, especially since I'm kind of low production and I'm just sharing from my heart and you all are so, so sweet and I appreciate you so much. And I want to wish you a beautiful week. Take care. Bye-bye.